digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, my friend Trisha was here and we talked about marriage. It's one of my favorite subjects, which I think I've said before, mostly because I'm not very good at relationships and it's been helpful to talk to other people about relationships and about their marriage and their time with their significant other. It's been, it's been good. It's helped me figure things out. So I had a lot of fun. It was a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. How would you define marriage? Marriage is committing yourself to someone to go through the good and the bad, um, a partner to walk alongside life. One time I said to someone I was dating, not who I'm married to, but is life is a lot more fun when you have someone to share it with. So I feel like that's marriage. Commitment in front of God that is just committing your life to share along another life. Is that why you wanted to get married? Yeah, I think um, just growing up, I always knew that marriage, I feel like marriage is kind of just the next step in life sometimes. And um, I knew I wanted to share my life with someone. It's just finding the right person to share it with. Um, but yeah, I don't want to go out in life alone. So I think I was always seeking to to marry someone yeah why not though i i feel like i do okay alone even though i also would like to be married yeah no i think i think there are plenty of people that are called to be single and live alone um and i think think those do you think that's me i don't know okay i just know i didn't know i didn't know if you had the answer i think you have so much to give i don't think it is okay but I also think that, I don't know, like life is just more fun with someone, but I don't think singleness should be viewed as a hindrance to living life. I don't think you, people should use the excuse, well, I'm single, so I can't do that or whatever. Like you are who you are. and. I always just viewed this picture that you're running towards a point, whether that be your relationship with God or something else, a career path, whatever. And someone comes alongside and you're like looking beside you and there they are. And then you guys join and keep running together. So, well, just for anybody who doesn't know you. Yes. Give us a little bit of background. How long have you been married? Okay. So I have been married a little bit over three years. Um, I have... Let's see, I met my husband in 2011 when I moved down to Norman, Oklahoma. I started at a uh, Old Hat Creative, which was a sports marketing company. I guess still is. And we met there. He was a graphic designer. I was a project manager. And we started talking. And then I kind of looked up four years later, three, four years later, and was like, oh, he's kind of (laughs) cool. Maybe we should hang out more. So he would always tweet things like, 
oh, I just made dinner, but my spoon melted in the microwave. And I was just, you can't be doing that. Let me teach you how to cook. So we would start cooking together. <laughs> and I would teach him how to cook things other than like Hungry Man or whatever that's called or ramen. And we started hanging out and I found myself continuing wanting to hang out with him. And it was just so easy. I think that was the biggest thing. It was just so easy to hang out with him. And he wanted to get to know me for who I was rather than just like he cared about me. I could tell not just like wanting a girlfriend or whatever. So we got married in 2015 and, um, have been married ever since obviously. And so he, we've also gone through a lot of life changes. We've been, um, he lost his dad suddenly a year after we were married, a little bit over a year after we were married. Uh, I had some health complications and had some surgeries. We've both got new jobs since then. Um, so I feel like in our three years of marriage, we've really been able to realize we're a really good team, but there have been some troubles like with it too. So yeah. How's marriage been different than what you expected it to be? I think when you get married, you expect it to just be exactly like the movies. Like which movies? Give me a movie. All the movies. Give me the stereotypical like, movie. Oh, let me, oh. I'm trying to think like any chick flick made in the nineties. Yeah. Like, ooh, this, she's all that, where she's made into this beautiful girl and this popular boy wants to date her, or I don't know, what are those other movies? All, all, any romantic comedy? like Basically any romantic comedy. But the thing about those is you never see how they, you know, two years down the road, what are they? You see the good stuff. You see the good stuff. Well, you see a little bit of the bad. You see about 20 minutes of bad. Right. And then you have the end of the movie and they're good. Yeah. So I kind of thought marriage was, okay, we're going to be able to continue to be successful in our careers and we are going to have all these friends and couples that we hang out with all the time and have game nights and after a couple of years, we'll get pregnant, no problem, and we'll just start a family because that's kind of what's next and um, everything will be good. Like that's kind of... I feel like in high school, you're like, the next step is to go to college. And in college, you're like, the next step is to go get married. And yeah. when you get married, the next step is to have kids. And that's not how life works. And sometimes you kind of wake up and realize, oh, like maybe this is just marriage. Like this is just marriage and this is what it is. And it takes a lot more work than you think. It's hard to live with someone that you don't understand their quirks and their qualities and we did not live together before we were married. Um, that was something I felt really strongly about was to remain separate until we were married. So learning all those like random things that drive each other crazy and just calling each other out on it or just keeping it bottled up inside until you hit a breaking point and you're just like, I cannot deal with you anymore doing this. But would you say, like, how, does, how has that changed your view on marriage or has it? Do you still look at it in a positive way? Yeah, I think marriage is meant to make you grow. Grow as a person in your relationships with each other, relationships with God, and just like in general. It's someone there challenging you, calling you out. I think marriage is the perfect opportunity for you to be called out on your sin and on who you all, all the bad qualities are like, I want to be called out upon so that I know those and I can stop being selfish and realize how I can change. And that's what 
I think marriage is. I ask Jeff all the time, like, if you see something I'm doing bad, like, I, I have to know, like, you are the one that sees me every day of my life. And you hear the words I say, like, you have to be able to call me out on stuff, whether that's, I don't know, something dumb, like always leaving the light on or something. Or if it's something like, you know what, you're, you have a really negative attitude about this and it's going to be okay. Um, and this year on our like letter board, I put, uh, choose joy, stay strong, love big. And just last night he said, like, I was freaking out about our move and how we're going to freaking get our cat to Colorado. And he was like, babe, it's going to be okay. Like you have to choose joy, stay strong, love big. Like it will be fine. Like you're looking at this from the complete opposite way you need to. Um, so he's there. I think one of the, so we saw the Winnie the Pooh movie last year. Did you ever see that? Christopher mm, Robin? No, I've been putting it off. I love Winnie the Pooh. I think Pooh, it's on Netflix now. I've not watched it. But, um, we saw that and I literally got in the car and on my way home, I cried cause I was like, I am Eeyore. I am Eeyore and I don't want to be Eeyore. And he, he is very much poo. Like, let's just think about the day and think about what's present and try to make it into something good. And so having someone that can be your poo when, or your piglet when you're Eeyore, but then those roles rever reverse. So it is, I think marriage is having someone like that, that can challenge you in all your different ways of life because you trust them so much that you hear their voice. And maybe it pisses you off at the beginning because nobody likes to be called out on stuff. But if you sit down and think about it, like they're coming from a place of love. And at the end of the day, like they're choosing to be with you and they want you to be better. So like you need to accept their criticism. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But have, have you, since you've been married, have you ever questioned whether or not you wanted to be married? Oh yeah. I but is it, sure. is it I a lot or is, just, or is it just like sometimes that comes up? I think as humans, we're selfish. And when you're married, you have to stop being selfish a lot of the time. When you have kids, I've heard you have to be even more like not selfish. Unselfish? Un I think unselfish. Unselfish. Not selfish. We'll, we'll accept either answer. Okay. So there's times, yeah, when I'm like, this, this decision that I could make would be so much easier if I was not married and had to think about a whole other person's life. Um, if I was unhappy at my job or whatever, it's so much easier to just pick up and leave or change jobs when I'm not having to think about, okay, well, this is going to affect someone else's life completely. Yeah. Um, or it's just like, even, I don't know. Yeah. I think everybody always questions like, should I have gotten married? I think that's a normal thing to do because it's coming out of selfishness. But when you look at it as, no, this is like really good for me. And I wouldn't be who I was today if I hadn't gotten married. It's just, I don't know. You always, you, yeah. I think, I think with marriage, you always think the grass is greener. I think sure. anyone you talk to that's been married would probably be like, uh, I'm so jealous of you, Jay. Like, you're still single. You get to go anywhere on your own dime, like at any time you want. You don't have to, even if it's like a concert. Yeah. It's like, well, that ticket's like 95 bucks. And now we have to buy two of them. So do we really want to go? 
well, yeah, I really want to go, but I don't want to go alone. So you kind of have to come. It's just. Like, but then those people don't know that I'm also jealous. Right. Because you're there with someone you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I love going to concerts by myself. I, mean, I, I like no doing things doing by myself, but there's also times where I want to do something with other people. Exactly. Or with just one person. Where just, in that, and that's where I think having like a solid community around you can fill those voids. Yeah. And it does for me for the most part. Yeah. But then of course there's always times where you're like, I wish I had somebody. Yeah. And there's that level of intimacy that you always want with like another person. Sure. You just can't to have share that. the deepest parts of you. Yeah. Yes. You can't have that without. Not just like random people or right. Like just friends. I mean, right. it's a different level. Right. But yeah, I don't know. That's, that's tough. It's hard. I mean, I think at any time you could find someone that's happily married and find them. If you catch them at the right moment, they're going to ask like, what would life be like when I was single? If I were to be single, I think that's a common question to ask though. I think yeah. I've always expected that. I've asked that a lot. If I was, if when I'm in a relationship, I ask that a lot. Yeah. But like, it's also so great to get to experience life with someone else yeah so it's just but you talked about earlier um marriage being um just being committed yeah to being committed i think for sure that is a big part of being married but i also i assume you believe that there is a point where you should get divorced right or no um, there's got to be something yeah so actually i recently so i am a believer and i believe that biblical word is truth so i think if there is infidelity there is cause for discussion about divorce i think i hate when people say i don't hate but like when people say oh i grew to grew apart from my significant other did you grow apart or did you not make the effort to stay connected i yeah i i think i could see that and i think there's seasons when if you have kids, if you don't have kids, there are seasons when I think there are distances in your marriage. But is if two people are committed to each other, then they always have to find each other coming back together. And you marry this person for a reason. Like you loved who they were at one point. So do people change though and change who they are and people maybe change apart? I guess, but I don't know. Like now that my so my parents got divorced when i was in third grade and they both remarried and my mom is still married and is she like a completely other person than she was with my dad yes so do i believe that it was good for them to get divorced yeah like i i think my mom's in a better place i think my dad changed a ton um in his marriage to my stepmom he became way more involved with my half sisters that like their kids together. Um, he was a completely different dad than I had with them. So was that ultimately a good thing that happened? I believe. Yeah. Like it can be good, but do you get into a marriage knowing divorce is an option? That's where I say no, like divorce is not an option. Yeah. Unless there is a huge something. That you you don't look at it like, well, I guess we can get married and then if it doesn't work out, we can always get divorced. Right. Now look at it like, well, as far as I know, this is going to be. Yeah. This is, I'm, I'm going to give this my all until my all isn't enough. And if it's not enough, then I think that's part of your story and that's used for 
a different purpose. But you, if you're going into a marriage saying, okay, in like a couple of years, if this doesn't work out, we'll just get divorced. Like you might as well just date. That's opinion. true. Just never get married. Yeah. And legally it makes things a lot easier, which is dumb, but realistic. So. Yeah. So religiously though, why, why do you think that's important to stay married? I I don't have like a huge religious background. So I'm just wondering what, like where. I think God created man and woman to be together. And when you're making a commitment in front of God, I think that's like the strongest commitment you can make. And there's so much good that God can do from a marriage. And that's how, if you look biblically, God made people to live in community. And God made women and men to join together and be able to produce fruit, whether that's kids or other disciples. Or literal or fruit. Liter- or little, <laughs> literal <laughs> fruit. Um, so yeah, I think God meant for man and woman to be together and be married and further his kingdom. Um, so I, I think the commitment you make in front of God is the strongest commitment. And he's going to hold you to it. So I just, yeah, I've always thought that I was going to get married. And because I've made that commitment in front of God and all the people before him, like I want to honor that marriage and give my life to Jeff and him to give his life to me so that we can continue on our path together. But it's like about keeping your word in a way. In a way, yeah. Or at least and keeping your word to who to to God. Yeah, for sure. And just if you think about all the issues that can come up when you are giving yourself to other people emotionally, physically, whatever, it's just it just creates so many problems. Yeah. In my opinion. If you can if you can commit yourself to one person and be a team like think about all the things. So when you have really good teammates, when you're playing soccer in high school, like, or whatever, you yeah. can do so much more. And if you're just, I, I just don't think humans are meant to give themselves to so many different people. I, I think I agree with that. You know, I've looked into polyamory a lot, not like doing it myself, but I've watched a lot of videos about it. People mm-hmm. talking about it, people who um, are living that life. And I'm like, I don't really understand it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe some people can make it work, but I'm like, I just, you know, we're also all very jealous and like the idea of sharing the person you love with somebody else or you all like living in a way together. Like, I don't understand it. Right. I don't understand it. It, in theory, it could be the perfect solution to like all the problems with the relationships and marriage. Right. But it doesn't actually work in practice. No, not at all. And to be committed to one person, it's just, ugh, I don't like, I, to think about like giving emotions to like multiple, like, it's yeah. just exhausting. Yeah. Well, it's, it's exhausting. I think to give that, give it that level to one person sometimes. Oh, for sure. So to I give mean, it to multiple, I, like, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't have the time of the day. I don't, I, I can't. Yeah. No, I can't. No. No, I'm not. I'm not even with anybody right now. I'm it's just exa- just yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, I can't do that for more there's, than one person. Yeah, there's times when I'm just like, okay, I love you, but I need some alone time. Like, I need you to stop asking me a million questions. I need you to stop just following me around the house. I need some space. Yeah, 
But like you have to be able, you have to be with someone that you can tell that to. Sure. And just respect and trust and understand where they're coming from. And just at the end of the day, like you just love, I think you love everybody. Like that's really, if you want to get really back into religion, like Jesus was here to love people. And that's where everybody, I feel like the church has lost that part of most things. Yeah. So I think marriage comes down to that is, you know what? Like, I think someone in college once told me that they knew someone that was like, I love my husband, but I don't like him right now. But at the end of the day, like I made this commitment and I love him and I am going to respect that. And we're going to work through this. And so it is, it's just committing to the commitment because no matter who you end up with, there's going to be something that comes up that you're going to be like, I don't know about this. Yeah. But that's going to be with anyone. If, if you marry someone and they drive you crazy because they leave, I don't know, the kitchen cabinets open all the time, drives you crazy. Well, who's to say you're not going to marry someone else that starts doing something else. That's like drives you even more crazy than that. That's true. And I think, I think to a lot of people I come across as too much of a romantic or I'm too picky or I want perfection. Right. Which I don't think that's true. I think I like the way that you look at marriage. I don't think I'm looking for somebody who's going to make me happy all the time. You I can't. Think, you know what? Like literally no one's going to make you happy. No, all the time. I'm not happy all the time by myself. Right. If we're going by those standards then I like, I should just be, I should be able to figure out how to be happy all by myself. Right. But no, I'm never going to be happy by myself. I'll never be happy with like just one other person. Right. But I do want somebody who I'm like happy to be around, happy to be around. And the idea of fighting with them doesn't make me want to like leave Yeah. where I'm like, I'd rather fight with you than be alone. Exactly. That's really all I'm exactly. So one of the things Jeff and I drove down to Dallas for a marital premarital counseling thing, uh, before we were engaged and my sister's church, she goes to a church in Dallas called Watermark and they do this thing called Merge. And it's usually like an eight week course, but they do weekend courses for couples that are out of state or like live separately, like different, you know, whatever. And it was one of the weekends in February that it iced. And so it took us eight hours to get to, get to, to Dallas to get from Norman to Dallas, Jeez. eight hours. And I remember driving from like we were near McKinney. And I looked over at Jeff and I thought to myself, there's no one I would rather spend eight hours in the car with from Norman to Dallas than him. It's like, there you go. Like if I can, if I'm thinking that way, then like I can do life with him. Yeah. I love him. Um, But like no one, yeah, no one on this earth is going to make you happy and you aren't going to be happy like because you have someone in your life. Like ultimately you have to figure out who you are and who you believe God has made you to be and find your joy in like that before you can find your joy in other people. Um, if you aren't completely a hundred percent like happy with yourself, it's going to be hard to even be happy with who you are in a marriage. Yeah. I, and I'm saying that having not been married, but I know that if you, if, just seeing it in other people. If you're not happy with yourself, then you're looking for it even more in other people. Do mm-hmm. you expect that from somebody like, else? Yeah. I have a quote saved. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it about that. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think yeah. people, and well, part of it is like what we were talking about with like social media. People see what marriage looks like from a picture or oh, video. Oh, yeah, and it's you go, never like that. Never. Jeez, I hope, um, I can't wait to find my Prince Charming to, to make me feel like that every day. Right. It's, no. Prince Charming does not exist. I think what I always like to think of, and you tell me the, if this is a good analogy, but I like to, I think about my mom or my siblings and like how much I love them. Right. But like there are days where I don't even want to be in the same room with them. Cause I'm like, yes. I just don't, I don't want to talk to you, but I always, I'll always love them. I always yeah, want to be, I, for sure. I don't want them to go away. I don't want them to not be my family. Like I want them to be a part of my life, but there are days where I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Nope. That's how I am. Like with, Jeff can find, if I come in from running an errand on a weekend and I, I don't know what I do, but if I'm just like, he will get up off the couch in our living room and go to the front room, which we call the tooting room, which is <laughs> that kind of, there you are, there we are as a couple, I can call that the tooting room. Um, and he will sit there the rest of the day and I'll be like, well, what are you doing? He's like, I can't like, you don't want me around. So I can just tell like you're in a, a mood and you need to be alone. And I'm like, no, oh, you're right. I, I do need to be like alone. That's how I well you know you. each other though. Yeah. That's how we, well, we know each other. And he's like, I can't, I can't deal with you and you don't want to deal with me right now. Okay. Let me see if I can, I think I have it. Is this a recent quote? Yeah, or maybe I saved it in my photos. Sorry. You better find it because everyone's listening right now wondering, I know, I'm like, so sorry. what is this genius quote? Uh, it was, I don't remember if I screenshotted it or saved it. I might have screenshotted it. The people want to know. The people do want to know. So it's, I'll just. What? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, What's going on? We, we just have had a visitor. A, we just had a special guest walk in. <laughs> When was this? Was this scheduled? It's uh, Willie Beeman 8. <laughs> Wilkin Cannon. He's a. Uh... Hey, you want to get on one of the mics? I don't care. Oh, boy. Willie B in the house. All right. All right. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah. Here, I found it. You found the quote? Yeah. All right. Okay. Is it recording again? Yeah, it's recording. Okay. If you try to build intimacy with another person before you've gotten whole on your own, all your relationships become an attempt to complete yourself. Oh, that's a good quote. Dr. Les Parrott, and that is from Church of the Highlands, which is in Alabama, which is called Sexy Church on the podcast I listen to called The Popcast. Wait, the church is called Sexy Church? They, they call it Sexy Church because all the sexy people go there, I guess. That's where I want to go to church. Yeah, it's in Alabama. One of the, I think uh, the new bachelorette goes to that church in Alabama. Really? Hannah. Yeah, Alabama Hannah. But I like sc screenshot that when I saw on his story. Because it's so true. Like, if you're not okay with yourself on your own, like, you're finding someone to fill those voids. Yeah. That's facts, yeah. And you've got to figure that out before you're able to commit to someone. And if you do commit to someone with those voids empty, like, you better figure out how to fill them out without them because they're going to they're always going to disappoint you when you're trying to fill them with them. And then you're just going to be angry at them. Yep. Oh. Will, we're talking about marriage if you couldn't hear. Oh, yeah. I, can tell. I don't know if you want to get in on this. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a real good, honest discussion. Those Sharing are the best. Sharing your feelings. Trish, bring that mic around a little bit. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Just want to make sure I everyone can hear wine. you. Do you need some more wine? Mm -mm. We can get you more wine. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm good. 
So, Will, did you want to did you want to say anything to Trisha? For, well, we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but oh, Trisha yeah. Trisha's leaving <laughs> the state. I am recent development in my life. Um, moving to Colorado. So with my husband, your husband. You're not getting divorced. That's not getting divorced. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> nice. Following him there. Well, it's exciting. Yeah, it's really. I'm exciting. excited. It'll be good. It'll be good for both of us and for our marriage and for him and yeah. Do you think that's good for a marriage? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Just like changing things up, going somewhere new. We I, were I both. Could be good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just if you're both put in a situation that's really stressful, it can help you join together better. I think um, you really grow when you're going through that much change. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be leaning on each other a lot too because it's sure. like a new place yeah and everything new yeah place. i know a couple people there he knows i mean we have one mutual friend that's there but um yeah i think it'll be really good it'll Exciting. definitely push him out of his comfort zone um more than he's he's never lived outside the state of oklahoma ever oh, i didn't realize that Mm-mm. that will be interesting yep so mm. has lived in oklahoma city or norman his whole life 30 three years are you sure i think yeah. how old is he you don't know we have this talk a lot. Birthday, I'm always like, you don't know mentally he's like i'm like maybe 15 emotionally maybe eight physically i feel like i'm 65 so really i don't know how where do you put your yourself for those give me the three for you oh mentally i feel like i'm about 30 whoa you're double his age i know it's typical with boys. Um, <laughs> Not double. <laughs> I feel like maybe a little bit older, but geez. I don't know. Um, How old do you put me? <laughs> I don't know. 12? Wow. Burn. Well, I wow. feel like you're not even commitment issues. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> that's oh, that's facts, good. though. <laughs> this is getting good. I'll tell you how it is. You know that about me. Um, physically, I feel like I'm like 40. Okay, so you're 40. He's 65, so he's older yeah. than you in that category. What was the other one I haven't done? Uh, what did we say? Oh, the, mentally Mentally, physically, emotionally. emotionally. Oh, I don't know. Come on. I've had a lot of emotions. Just throw a number out. I'll say 30. Maybe 30. mentally I feel like I still could be 22. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, gap. I went to college like two years ago. Nope, I was not. It's been a while since I've been in college. Yeah, you're out in the real world now. Yeah, and it sucks. The real world kind of sucks. So what do you think my commitment issues are based in? I think you're, <laughs> I think you are holding marriage to some level that you're afraid you're never going to get. Mm, that may be true so how do i fix that you have to find someone that you are willing to fight with and be happy with it hey, but what if i don't i think you will that's not an answer i think you will maybe i'm looking in the wrong places i still have friends that are in their 30s that are single really what are yeah. their names <laughs> and addresses and <laughs> phone numbers would be no great. one of my cousins got married <laughs> One of my cousins got married in her mid thirties and she wait, I mean, and now like her husband, like they're like perfect for each other and she waited like, and now they have a kid. Yeah. So you think she waited for good reason, right? Yeah. You don't think she had commitment issues? 
Uh, <laughs> I think my cousin, I think my cousin and I or and you have some different okay to, to give you some confidence my dad got in a serious relationship whenever he turned 63 or 64 for the first time well I mean he was married before to oh, my okay. mom and then they got a divorce he didn't really date at all for a long time and then 63 he's been with her for like seven years damn yeah. but I think I think you're like seeking that you just have yeah. on the right person yeah it's different around here too i feel like not it's it's harder it's to hard and find women to date yeah no i believe that uh the south typically is people generally get married younger yeah i was the last of my high school friends to get married and i got married when i was 26 which is still pretty young yeah. like what you're your brain doesn't fully develop until you're what, 24, 25? I think it's 25. Yeah. So a lot of these people are making decisions before their brain is even fully developed. <sighs> but it works out a lot of the times. I have. Sometimes. Mm. I'd say. It's a lot of time maybe. 50% of the time, it does not work out. Well, that's where I think, that's where I think it, it, doesn't, it doesn't go back to the people. It goes back to their view on marriage. Hmm. I have one of my point. best friends in Norman. They got married when they were right out of college and they've been married uh, 10 years, have four kids and got married young and they're, they've had tough times, but here they are. But then I've had other friends from college that got married right out of college and they got divorced two years later. So it's like, just where do you stand on marriage? And Yeah. I mean, you get on these apps right now. You've never been on them, right? No, I have not been on the app. You've have you seen them? Have you seen the? I was on Match.com at one point. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed was, since then. That yeah. was my um. It's OG. I went on three dates and from Match. Yeah, with one guy, and that was my um, hockey. I've told you that story, right? I don't know if you have. Uh, our third date, we went to a hockey game in Oklahoma City, and they put us on the jumbotron for the kiss cam. Oh. And at that point, I was like, I'm not gonna. Like I'm, I'm ending. Like this is not going anywhere. Like had I'm you kissed him no. before? Ooh, so this is a. Oh, that's like my worst nightmare. Uh, it was so bad. So even before Ugh. we left, I texted a friend and I said, "I've never been to a hockey game. Do they put people on the kiss cam there?" And she's like, "No, no, they don't." You asked that I before heard, the I heard game. This story before? Yeah. No. And then we go out to Republic and we have dinner, and I'm like, "No, this is not going anywhere. Like we're having the wait, same wait, wait, conversation." Wait. Go, go back. But. Did you kiss him or no? No, I'm getting to that point. Oh, I thought this was after. No, no, no. We went to Republic before the that game. That was before the game. Got it. And we were having the same conversation. And I was like, this is not going anywhere. I'm not. This is not for me. And then we went to the hockey game. And they put me and him on the kiss cam. And I was like, oh, shit. Like. <laughs> so what did you do? So I said, he's like, can I kiss you? And I was like, you can kiss me on the cheek. And he kissed me on the cheek. And then the whole arena booed us. Oh my God. They like kept us up there on the screen. And I was mortified, but I was like, I don't like, this is not going anywhere. Like, I don't want to lead this on more. You should have been like, he's my brother. Ugh. So y'all hadn't kissed before that? No. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the tough. worst Ugh, moment. Was, I was like so flustered. So did you give in to the booze? Did you? No. No, I'm not giving it to <laughs> They that. eventually cut away. Went, yeah. Way to stay away. strong, Trisha. Yeah. yeah. And job. then he dropped me off at my house and I was um that like next weekend or whatever i w had a plan to go to chicago to visit some friends and i texted him before he's like let me know how chicago is and i was like hey like i don't know that this is gonna work out anymore so i think we're good like 
I'm not going to let you know. <laughs> and then I started dating Jeff. So there right you after go. that, uh, pretty much right after that. Do you think that helps you like realize that Jeff was right there? Yeah. That whole time. Yeah. And after we started hanging out, like the couple times we started cooking together and then we went to, I think frozen together. Oh boy. The first movie I went to Jeff, like went to with Jeff. He did not sit next to me. He put a space in between. What? Are you serious? (laughs) Wait, why? Jeff, why? (laughs) Because like we worked together and he was like worried about crossing that line. And wait, were you going to the movie as friends though? Or were you going like on a date? As friends. Oh. It was more like, oh, you want to see that? Like, yeah, I want to see that too. Let's go. And that was like very early on into us hanging out outside of work. Well, that is a weird like situation but like i brought my own popcorn and all of a sudden he was probably like this girl is crazy like she's bringing literally her own popcorn i brought like a backpack to the movie theater and the guy (laughs) the security officer norman was like what do you have in that backpack and i was like oh girl things and i like ran away so you have that excuse i can't use that guy thing and he he put (laughs) yeah he put um a chair between us and i was but i kept hanging out with him wait so when was the first like date date our first date we um decided so a little bit background for the listeners i was his manager and he was a graphic designer so i was his project manager um and i made a bet with him that if something if the client said this i would win and if the client said that like if he was right he would win and we bet a zoo date so whoever lost had to pay for us to go to the zoo and so he won so i had to pay and uh maybe like five or six months later we decided to go to the zoos in the fall and so yeah we went to the zoo that was like our first time hanging out outside of work and did you walk on opposite sides of the path i mean there's probably a good distance but we took a picture (laughs) together at this goose statue at the zoo it's on your way to the elephants and then that's where he proposed at the goose statue because that was our first date our first Aww. picture together. He wore wow. the exact same outfit you wore in that picture. Oh my god! Did you wait? Did nice. you know it was coming? Had no clue. No clue. So he, um, the week before, he had made his mom text him because we had looked at rings, but his mom texted him and was like, "Hey, my friend's dad owns a ring shop. You guys should come look up in Oklahoma City. I he could maybe get you a deal." And I was like, "We've been to two places, like whatever." But he made sure his mom texted him when I would see it. And so I saw it and I was like, whatever. So he picked me up for like our zoo anniversary date because we try to go every year around that time. And I had no clue like it was coming because he doesn't like to make a big deal about things in public. And so we went to the zoo and he brought his backpack in and he was like, oh, I have some like my sweatshirt and stuff, whatever. Girl things. Yeah, girl things. (laughs) And I thought nothing of it. Um, and then we went to see the new gorilla that had just been born. And then we went and saw the elephants and then we went back and we always tried to take a picture at the goose. And so he was like, let's take our picture. And then that's when he got down on a knee and his parents were like hiding in the bushes with a camera and took pictures of it. How sweet. Yeah. That is it was super very sweet. sweet. Yeah. So. Which was after how long? Like a year? Um, like, yeah, a year of dating. Yeah. When did it turn into like dating, dating where you were like, um, I guess this is a thing now. I don't know. So was there even a, like a time where you just like kept hanging out until it felt? No, it was, it was more just like I would find myself over at his apartment very late at night, like watching movies or just talking. Like we would just talk. And then we had all these talks, like 
should we be doing this? Like we work together. This is weird. But like no one at work knew. And um, we were just like, uh, what is this? And finally, I kind of just was like, what is this? Like, what are we doing? And so we had a talk once. I guess it was five years ago, like last week, because my nephew had just been born and he just turned five and we went to a park and kind of just like, okay, if we're doing this and like this, this and this or whatever, like we yeah. had to talk about a bunch of stuff that I had questions on or he had questions on. Um, so yeah, I guess that, w- I don't know if that answers the question. But that kind of answers the yeah. question. Yeah. So we had gone to the zoo and started you- hanging out. Yeah. We, so when I started dating him, he lived down in Norman at the links, which is an apartment complex down there. And I came over to his apartment and he literally had no furniture in there except for a bed. And you were like, this is the man. So we would, yeah, no. So we would, we would play Skipbo on a blanket in his like living room area. And that's how we started hanging out was playing Skipbo. And we would like keep track. We still to this day play Skipbo and keep track. I made a a trophy thing that says like winner skipbo and like whoever wins that night gets to put on their nightstand that's pretty that's pretty cute <laughs> you're doing everything right you're so, doing everything right no so um we have a lot of we're weird we're quirky like together and it's good it's just you have your own goofy. thing yeah we definitely yeah. have our own thing and i just remember in high school there was always i was a part of various like christian clubs or whatever you want to call them um and they would talk about what you look for in a guy. And I'd always say like funny was always my number one answer. And he is like, he cracks me up every day. And when we were first talking in, when we were working together, he would, I would always tell people, like I would tell my mom or my sisters like, yeah, this guy, Jeff, like he's the funniest person I've ever known, but you'd never know it because he never talks, but it's all online. He's just so witty. Like the things that come out of his mouth half the time, I'm like, I don't understand how you thought of that that fast. Like, where did this come from? And like, one of my favorite things about him is he like laughs at himself so much. And it just like makes me laugh. He cracks like, himself up? Oh, all oh, the time. Love it. He'll just be walking around the house and do something and then he'll just start cracking up. And then I can't help but crack up too. And it's just like, what in the world? But ugh, it's the best. Like to hear him <laughs> laugh is just the best. That's good it. to hear. Yeah. yeah, it is good to hear. So. Well, we're at the end of our time already i know right it went by quick so fast so fast with surprise visitor Mm -hmm. with our surprise visitor will will but i I feel like you always show up on these podcasts uh i've been this is like number four he's he's been here quite a bit (laughs) it's fun (laughs) for anybody who doesn't know who doesn't actually listen every week he lives uh upstairs so there you go he's close by (laughs) i left the door unlocked yeah, I got a text. He said, we're about to start. You should come over in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> were you like afraid this is not going to go well? So you need his backup? No, he mentioned it earlier when I told him you were coming over. So we uh, planned it. Gotcha. And he had some in. things he wanted to say to you. Well, what, what do you have to oh, say yeah. to Trisha Did since she's, she's to leaving? I just wanted to say that we're really sad, but super excited. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I cried for two hours. Wait, wait, what time is it? At least an you hour and a half. <laughs> And I had to dry my tears before I came over here. People but. are being dramatic. <laughs> no, we're all sad that you're leaving. Uh, we all work at the same advertising agency, so we're all sad that you're leaving, but we're excited for you too. It'll be exciting. So what is, yeah. before we go, what is, give me like one piece of advice on marriage. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Sum it all up for me. What's like, if somebody is thinking about getting married, what's the one piece of advice you'd give them? Just know that it's not going to be easy. Marriage is not easy. 
it takes work and you have to put in an effort and the other person has to put in, in an effort. Um, but be committed to the commitment and see where it takes you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having I'll me. I want to see if I can get you on here one more time before you leave the state. And yeah. uh, we just lose touch forever. Okay. Oh, snap. <laughs> Way to take it there. <laughs> but until then, thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you right after I stop this recording. Okay, bye. All right, bye. I'm so glad I got a chance to talk to Trisha. Trisha is one of those people that will tell you something that you don't necessarily want to hear, but you don't mind. You're happy to hear it and you appreciate her saying it because you know it's coming from a good place. And she's just trying to help you. And I just love that about her because you don't you don't get that with everyone. But anyway, if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.